Oh, cool. This is happening again. We're doing some cool times. This is a cool talk with the cool guy, Adrian Frimpong. He's here from New York City. Super cool. We got a good conversation, most fun I've ever had talking to anyone, frankly. Do I need to do an intro for this? Probably. My name's Bob Morrissey. This is The Healing Club. And I say that like it's cool. I just watched a Sparks documentary, the, the Sparks Brothers. Then I, uh, I watched the Velvet Underground documentary. I watched the Quincy Jones documentary. I watched the Miles Davis documentary. I watched the Ella Fitzgerald documentary. I watched the Leonard Skinner show. I watched the ZZ Top documentary. I watched uh, T Pain stuff. And then I watched the Boogie with the Hoodie. And then I watched the thing about like um, so many other things, you know. Kelly right. Uchis, they need to make a Kelly Uchis documentary. She's pretty good. I don't know. She's dating Don Tolliver these days. So, I guess uh, Astroworld was just a thing recently. And uh, got Mrs. Kisses in the room. Been um, recording these like, like crazy. Recording lots of podcasts. Having. Having dark days, you know, waking up at 3 in the afternoon. Having uh, an assortment of sexual partners pretty much all the time. Just it revolving door in and out. All right. Some guys on the top, some guys on the verse, some guys on the total bottom. I don't know until we get there, until we uh, until we start fucking. So, uh, hey, uh, TMI. One man's TMI is... Um, Another man's J-E-I. Just enough information. I like my cat. I have a, um, eh, an aversion to um, dogs. I hate dogs. All dogs go to hell. I, um, I just want to keep this intro going for five minutes. What's it like to listen to somebody say stuff like this? What's it like? Um can't imagine what it's like to be a fan of this to be a fan of me oh i hosted the open mic yesterday i i at the rudyards i i I did the intros for 25 straight people and uh what were some of my greatest intros uh and uh well he's uh been doing comedy for a long time and he's walking to the stage neil rosen Alright, this next guy uh, says he's headlining at the House of Blues on Black Friday. He must be doing the smaller room or whatever. Jesse Saldana, we got uh, this uh, good news and bad news, guys. Alright, the good news is it's almost over. The bad news is it's this guy. And I was doing, that's fun. <sighs> yeah, Scotty Peterson go last. I, I, I cheated, Cheaty Peterson, and uh, I, I I went off the grid, off the list. Just was like, hey, there's a big crowd here. Everybody, everybody's uh, watching me do my George Bush, and there's a big crowd here, and uh, I, and I want them to, to to anyway. Um, yeah, we had a good 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 turnout yesterday. A lot of funny comics, one after the other. Everybody did pretty good. Ryan Thauburn has a nice mustache. 
I was up all night, baby. I had a, I had a good night last night. Oh yeah, hey, yeah. Listening to some uh, Sharon King and the uh, Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. How long? How long? Do I have to wait to start an episode with Adrian Frimpong? Baby, baby, how long am I going to keep doing this? I had a five-minute window to start. Wait, uh, 20 more seconds. 20 more seconds before we can start this. It was a pretty fun episode. Yeah, Adrian was, uh, was a great, great guest. I've known him for ages. What, 12 2012, I think I, I think I met in 2012, and, and uh, he's, he's just uh, one, of those, one of the sweet boys of comedy, one of those uh, nice guys, uh, funny people, you know, good timing, creative, he's creative, and um, and that's 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 the in- intro I'm going to do, alright, whoo! Alright, so we're recording, so new personality on cue. My name's Bob Morrissey. My name's Adrian Frimpong. You're here from New York City. From New York. New York City. Brooklyn. Um, six, seven months ago, I had Ben Sihan and Jaffer Khan on the podcast. Ooh. And, uh, and, and you used to host shows with Ben Sihan. Yeah. How did that fail? It was great. Um, ben, said, it, how did that fail? Oh, how did it fail? Okay. <laughs> it, it, it failed even more greatly. <laughs> It failed spectacularly. <laughs> huh. Honestly, yo, there, so he Ben had me on one show, and uh, I was just getting my sea legs back as far as like doing live shows again, and try to do like some riff off of uh, some comedy, some some audience member, and he, he pulled me aside after my set. He's like, "Hey, man, that um, whole city hated that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Yo, the whole city hates." Yeah. Everyone hates you. Man. Yeah, you, I mean, pretty much. It felt like that. He's like, "Hey, man, don't." Don't uh don't come back. Yeah, please. don't come back. I was like, I bet, don't bet. Want to host a show with you anymore. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry that happened. That <laughs> sounds okay. rough. No, it's cool, man. It, yeah. it needed to happen, you know. Yeah. Um, he he he's got to fly. He's got to fly. Ben's gonna fly with 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 or, with or without for me. <laughs> um, so yeah. yeah, he's doing his thing. Yeah, the circle needs a center. The circle needs I a g- center. I, I gotta be in the center of the circle. I think so. Hundred percent. That's how I feel too. Yeah. I gotta get rid of those who who uh, disturb the circle. It feel you know honestly, it didn't even feel like uh, malicious. I was just like, hey man, you gotta keep going, do your thing. Mm. Mm. I was. Uh, we never pa- even talked about. I it was either. passing uh, uh, Agora. Oh yeah, I just passed. Know, I, was, I was hanging out with my ex boyfriend Greg Deal just yeah, now. I remember. He was looking at his new apartment. That's just fun. How 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 long um how long you guys been split up? Uh, five years. Oh okay. Can you still call at that point? Do you start calling him like what? Start my calling, friend? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know, um, but uh, yeah. So um, I was telling him about uh, I don't know. I, I I wanted to do a little joke tonight, but I, I don't I don't uh, know if it's good or not. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, uh, I was passing Agora and I heard some gay dude uh, talking and. Uh, and I wanted to do like an impression of every gay dude that I hate. Mm. It was like uh, I just heard this guy really say this. He was like, "He's 29. This new guy I'm seeing, he's 29, thick, like 
thick cock. Like, big cock. I hate him. But I want to fuck his brother. I want to oh. fuck his brother. Oh, girl. Okay. Like, <laughs> go. I think that's... Is that... I, I don't... Stage ready, man. I don't know. <laughs> Put it up, man. Thick cock. I also like... That's so, that's so funny. Those are funny words. Thick <laughs> cock like yeah. even on their own so you gotta let them fly man oh, Bob, you gotta 29. let them 29 <laughs> thick so this person's like 42 <laughs> <laughs> and i want to fuck his brother hey i think that's right i think it's right i don't know what's wrong with that I th- oh, yeah no no yeah i want to uh, fuck his brother yeah. so is that how that works you fuck the brother and you get in i get to fuck your brother if you fuck me i get to fuck your brother <laughs> yo uh, yeah that um that reminds me of I was recently talking about I was in this re- weird audition for a a show I didn't book but we were doing this one improv exercise where it's called Park Bench of Truth and I was talking about like my first my first kiss uh-huh. and my first kiss wasn't just me I have a twin brother and so it was me and my twin we were both like in a closet making out with one girl she was just like Wait, going she's back and turns with both of you yeah yeah oh god yeah. So it does, it does, this logic checks out, you know. That would make me super uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, yeah, it made me uncomfortable. But it's also like, I was 12, so I was like, you yeah. know, well, this is uh, weird, but also raging hormones, so. Yeah. I remember when I was 12, there was a girl who uh, took her top off in front of all the boys, mm-hmm. and then they all, like, took turns, like, grabbing her boobs. Yeah. And, and like sucking one boob for like a minute. She's like, okay, you get, like, one minute. <laughs> <laughs> like a <laughs> conveyor belt. <laughs> Yo, if I, first dude's like, oh yeah, I get to go first. No one else was something. Like when I did it, it was awesome. Back in my day, when I was sucking in those, <laughs> fresh. Uh, and I think it top ten experiences that made me gay. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> is this what it is? I don't know. Um, yeah, every time, every 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 straight man connection is a bunch of dudes and one one lady going, all right, who's next? <laughs> One tip, one minute. <laughs> one tip, one <Yeah>. minute. <laughs> and I remember in the Army, when I was in the Army, I was in a uh, field training exercise in Fort Polk, Louisiana. I was based out of uh, uh, Where's me? Fort Campbell, Kentucky. That's where I was based. That's your phone ringing. But I was based out of Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Fort, oh, Campbell. Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Fort I was in a field artillery unit. Uh-huh. And then we, uh, we went down to Louisiana to... Uh, <laughs> Fort Polk. Fort Polk. Fort Polk. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, we were tasked with... Wait, what was the first fort? Fort, fort Campbell. Fort Campbell. Fort Polk. Yeah, what are these uh, forts? Are these people or... Yeah, okay, from the Army. Yeah, 3320th Battalion. Okay. Yeah. Um, Shout outs. Yeah. 3rd Division uh, Bandits. I was a... Uh, yeah, whatever. Were you really? Yeah. I was in the, you didn't know I was in the I mean, Army? I knew you were in the Army. I didn't oh. know there was... I don't know the... I don't know. The order of the yeah. divisions or stuff. It was divisions, battery, battalion. That's right. Like, and, you know, there's like Do you know them? Rank order of operations. It's like algebra. Yeah. I don't know. Femdos. Order. Is there a division sign? Is it positive or negative? No. I don't tell you which division you're in. <laughs> anyway, like... Uh, the unit I was in was a combat unit, so it was all dudes. Mm-hmm. So I was always surrounded by all dudes all the time, mm-hmm. unless we were attached to support units. And in this case, we were um, 
you know, like we, we got the lucky luck of the draw and we got to be civilians on the battlefield when we did the war games ex- exercise in Louisiana. So all you had to do was sit around oh. and, and wear civilian clothes. And uh, drink wait, beers. what is he? So, and do then we... when uh, like a battle happened, go, eh, I'm dead. And then, uh, <laughs> and uh, it was the best two That's weeks awesome. of the army. Wait, so for two weeks during these war games, you're like, all right, who wants to be in the village? Like, is it volunteer? How do you even get? No, no, you get a side. It wasn't two weeks, it was only for like four days, but the other, other, uh, but the it would be a two week duration, so yeah. like, and we did that like six times. Oh, we would go to court, like, okay. continually, we would go there, and um. So like for four days we had like an easy we had like an easy easy peasy yeah uh you know lemon squeezy yeah, yeah. whatever you call it uh yeah. you know, um is that a deployment uh, detail the detail. detail was easy for the whole battery um we were attached to a support unit which was uh women in the kitchen you know as you do yeah and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you look me dead in my eye too <laughs> to make sure I clocked the eye clocked. And, uh, yeah, bus ride back to uh, Kentucky from Louisiana. I wasn't there for it, but there were about uh, ten guys who all fucked the same girl. What? And uh, they were describing it because one guy uh, came real fast, and uh, and then like uh, the woman who was fucking everyone was like, "Ah, faggot, you ain't shit." <sighs> She said, eh, faggot, you ain't shit. Who's next? Whoa. Yeah, you ain't shit. Who's next? And then spit on the ground after he came too fast. And then somebody else fucked her. And I was like, that has got to be the worst. <laughs> that has got to. Whoa. That is crazy. <laughs> that is and so also funny. very similar to <laughs> the boys getting in line to suck up tip. One minute. <laughs> one minute, one tit, two. Yeah. You ain't shit. <laughs> that's most, and yeah, that's pretty much what it's everybody like being always straight. Fuck with him for that. Afterward, everybody always like, yeah. I don't even remember his name. I just remember you ain't shit. <laughs> when you get a nickname, <laughs> and everyone was there for it when you get the nickname. Oh man, that's that's hard to live down. But I also feel like that's like that's an event that joins everybody. Yeah, that's that's a. Uh, army bonding for that's you. army bonding yeah that's uh, traditional goes back centuries <laughs> army rituals <laughs> i i'm not gonna on one <laughs> yeah army bond. yeah you go you play a civilian and then you all fuck <laughs> the same woman someone's got it someone volunteers yeah. to come quick <laughs> yeah because one of the guys from the leadership was involved that's how it was able that's how it was no way possible it was like huh. a sergeant was there so, like, to was, corral people? What is like happening? A, a sergeant and ten privates. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Fucking a, you know, like a PFC. Okay. Ugh. Mm. I don't know. Just, just, uh, just poor people all get together and fucking. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> That's, um, that that actually brings joy to my heart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just because, like, I don't know. We we don't have much. Like, it's cool that, like, God, it's. It's cool that it doesn't cost much to fuck. Like, it doesn't cost anything. It can be free. Yeah. Fuck's I had to get free. on prep. Mm. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It costs a little bit. Does it? Well, I, uh, I'm i getting it for free because of my uh, dire financial situation. Nice. But uh, Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Fire. Fire. <laughs> no. it's, it's tight being in dire financial straits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go. Yeah, I'm helpless, and uh, 
I need, but uh, oh, I I had I had uh, even I was fucking the other day, and uh, the Bonnie Raitt song "I Can't Make You Love Me If You Don't" came on my How's playlist. How's it go? How's it go? Um, it was um, uh, how's that goes? Here in <laughs> the dark, in these final hours, I will lay down my heart. Wow. This I'll is a sensual fuck. This is a sensual fuck. You won't. No, you won't. Because I can't make you love me if you don't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is this, on, is this on the playlist? I listen to that song sometimes. It's like... Uh, wait, 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 what's the context of you listening to this song? Why? Turn down the night. <laughs> hey, down the I feel the power. It's on Pandora Radio. You won't. No, you won't. This was brought to you by Spotify Radio. Because I can't... Fuck it. I can't fuck to that song. <laughs> no one can. <laughs> no one can. <laughs> but you played it too. But you you sold it up. You're like, I'm gonna finish this song. Fuck that. Look at look at him dead in the eye. <laughs> Getting them slow pumps <clears throat> on the beat. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Another good one is uh, and the mercy seat is waiting, and I think my head is burning, and in truth I'm yearning to be done with all this twisting of the truth. An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, and anyway I told the truth, and I'm not afraid to die. I'm not afraid to die. That's good fucking. That's good fucking. Yeah, that's good fucking. A good chanting. Get a little hot in yeah. here. Yeah. <sighs> I think so. I could, I could fuck to that one. All right. Although I feel like I haven't been fucking to music recently. No. No. It can be awkward. It can, yeah. yeah, you gotta do it right, I guess. Yeah. Gotta, if the wrong song comes on, it's that's yeah. the beat. Like that sets the beat for the, like the stroke. And <laughs> yeah. if, if especially yeah. if like the beat changes from like you go from like one thirty BPM yeah. down to like sixty, it's just like a yeah. I like that Aaliyah. She's so good. Mm. That, like rock the boat. That's a good one. Rock the boat. Stroke it for me. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna add that. I'm gonna add that. Beep, 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 beep. Uh, rock the boat. I don't know. I don't know that. Because her boat is, I think, the the vagina. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. That's what I call. That's what I call. Yeah, it's a yacht. I got a nice yacht. Yeah. Nice yacht. Nice trim. girl only knew. That's another good one. Mm. I like uh, I like Aaliyah. Which Aaliyah is this? The Aaliyah that passed away? Yeah, this is the one that was dating uh, R. Kelly. Yeah, she was great. Yeah, music lost a legend. Yeah, way too early. Hundred percent. Yeah, she's twenty one. Can you imagine? Yeah, I can't imagine. She was supposed to play. Uh, she was supposed to play Cinderella. Cinderella. Oh yeah. Yeah, and uh, the one where Brandy ended up playing Cinderella. That wasn't a very big hit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> she probably wasn't gonna do that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not. Yeah. yeah, just another brandy out there. Just another brandy. <laughs> yeah, just another brandy. <laughs> what you doing in town? Why are you in Houston? Man, I'm 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 in. T- that's a great question. Um, I came into Houston for uh, for honestly to see my folks, see uh, 
my mama. She's up in uh, Sugarland, and oh. uh, I mean that's not entirely. A buddy of mine's getting married. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like so. No comedy thing. Just, just no. Like, yeah, yeah, I just came just just like for friend functions. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, well, maybe while I'm here, let me. You still hang out with other um, Adrian? Yes. Yeah. He's my roommate. Oh really? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. That's beautiful, man. Yeah, we were just hanging out the other night. Oh nice. Yeah, All man. Right. Yeah, because yeah. we come here and then since we live together. But yeah. yeah, we did a we did a good duo for a long time. Yeah, yeah. man. Thanks. Yeah, man. We we uh you know we 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 set that aside for a minute, but we're gonna try to collaborate in some sense. But yeah, yeah. I was literally talking to uh, I'm gonna bring this up so many times today. Talking to my therapist about I don't really like do as much improv, uh, especially like like all the th- theaters in New York are closed. So yeah. Oh. Yeah, and improv theaters are way more safe than stand up. Like improv people are like, no, you know, they're like much more rigorous. I, I just improv people are safer and more, um, you know, uh, they're more decent people. <laughs> I think so. I think it does attract. <laughs> they're, uh, you need a certain recklessness to do stand up. Yeah, laissez faire. Yeah. yeah, no, like all the theaters, a, a lot of them in New York are closed. Some they're starting to reopen, but. Like the one I was doing most of my improv in New York are closed. So, um, so I've just been doing mo- mostly stand up recently, which is cool. But it's it's also frustrating to feel like a beginner in so many ways, even after having done like comedy in general for so long. But like as far as stand up, like I'm not I'm not starting completely from scratch. But I'm like, ah, oh, it just feels very. Yeah, you like, did it in 2012. I remember yeah. seeing you even then. I was like, doing like a couple couple mics here and there. Yeah. But it was never really con- never really consistent. So, yeah, mm. it's hard to. Uh, it really breaks you down, and, mm. and it and it, it uh, mm-hmm. rubs you raw. There's yeah, some, some very like uh, you either survive and and grow to enjoy the feeling of a whole audience hating you. Yes, you or, have to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have to. You're yeah. you're staring face to face with yourself and like the. Your, the yeah. efforts of your labor and you're like oh these, these people hate it's not like oh yeah. they hated what the set but we made it up but it's yeah. like no i worked I've only on had this. one really bad set i think in the last like two years yeah where, where it's just been like i've only yeah i've had like sets that didn't go over that well but mm. i never really fuck up as badly as i used to my first year of comedy yeah. except for like one time in the last two years i can remember where i just like hate shit i i was just like i think even and i kind of even a week later people are like well that was really funny that time when you had that meltdown <laughs> like i wasn't doing that on purpose it was just i was i was shocked that the audience was so silent at everything i said and i felt like i was wake, talking in a bad dream <laughs> yeah like, like underwater just yeah, hello i got hello. more and more desperate until i love I that ran off stage and then my time wasn't up, so the host was out smoking, and then I had to <laughs> run back onto the stage and pretend like it was a joke. <laughs> did you? Okay, so when you run off stage, did you? How did you know he was out with the having to smoke? Because uh, I was like, "Well, I'll hand it back to the host. This pile of shit show. This fucking oh no." <laughs> I was just like, uh, <laughs> sprinting back on is great. But then everybody in the green room said that he was out smoking. He's out, he's out. He's out. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to... 
I like also that no one else is like, I'm not, I'm not going out. No. What is she fucking say? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that was that was a bad night. I think you need those just yeah. to like, I call them like ego showers or like your experience is kind of an ego death. And on the other side of it, like I do, you think you confront like, is this something that I want to? If this is like a bottom, is this is something that? Okay. But if that if that's like a bottom, then it's like okay, well, like, do I, is this something I'm okay with? Like, can, if this is a possibility again, yeah, am I willing to? Well, do it, it just happened on a bad show. It yeah. doesn't matter. So it wasn't I, like uh, high stakes or anything. Uh, yeah. yeah, shit the bed, and you're like, oh, yeah. never again. Oh, wow, and no one ever runs you out. It's like Martin Lawrence is never gonna book me on anything ever again. <laughs> he was just in town too <laughs> for Bad Boys 17. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, no. I was going to play the henchman. Fuck. In front of uh, yeah. Bobby Slayton. <laughs> I'm so humiliated. Bobby Slayton doesn't like me now. And uh, fucking uh, Frank Sinatra's uh, nephew who runs like the, the comedy Yuck Yuck. It does suck if like somebody like Kurt Braunohler hates you. Yeah. That's. Uh, were, you, that's... were you like bomb so bad that. Yeah. Or if, like Michael Che hates you. Or if Amy Poehler hated you, man, that, like, that would truly, suck. Yeah, yeah it would. Like, it would suck. <sighs> Especially if it was because of the comic. Like, I would be, I would get it if it was like, oh, I like cross paths and I was an asshole. But right, if it was but like if your comedy was, if unfunny. my comedy was so unfunny that they hated, fuck. But if also on the flip side is like, maybe I'm doing something so poorly. You're bending the forms. The best people in the business are never going to pay attention to me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just doing something so badly. So badly. That the things I'm going to try to go for, I'm never going to get. Yes. <laughs> that, that, that sucks. Yes. I think that's... That could be. I Right? That that's almost... That could be the case. It could be. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, that's what I tell myself. I think I think you got it, right? I don't know. Yeah. To be Even to be, like, noticed... Everything is pointless and miserable. Yeah, and hundred um, percent. You, if you just imagine that you're in hell, mm. then life is better. Just yeah. accept that you're in hell. Yeah, and that there's no way that it's gonna get better because everything's a trap. Yeah, that like whatever you want is out of reach, mm-hmm. and whatever you get is gonna be like a something like that, something that teases you yeah. with the you know. Mm-hmm. Nostalgia, or you know, mm-hmm. like the ruined dreams, are all you have now. Yeah, ha ha ha. Hold it in your hand. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> that 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 one. That's what it'll feel like if I ever get famous. It's like, uh, <laughs> at what price? At what price? <laughs> that I feel like that's every single, even on the small scale. Every laugh you get from the jokes we write is like. Yeah, but at what price? Like, to, yeah. but like some of, some of my favorite bits came at like the expense of really like terrible life experiences. Yeah, but, and the, and like truths that are are gonna set you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you um, no, I was uh, I was reading a book about um, Donald Trump's method of gaslighting, mm. and it was a five step program. Oh, let's go. Of, um, Sweet. I don't remember the steps. Oh God, the way shorter than the book yeah. silver. Oh, I don't know where I put it. It's in this apartment somewhere. Mm. Oh, here it is. It was, uh, What Were We Thinking? A Brief Intellectual History of the Trump Era by Carlos Lozada. Mm. And uh, 
I don't want to search through the book to find the five point plan for gaslighting, but it was it was like uh, one Pulitzer for criticism. Always uh, declare yourself the winner is number five. Step number five I won. is is just always like never take an L. Like whatever happens, like I meant to do that. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> the uh, the funniest example of that I thought was when the birther thing was finally conclusively like like he couldn't say it anymore Mm -hmm. it's just it's just not true the birther claims he said well i was the one who brought attention to it and hillary is the one who started it anyway so i cleared it up for everyone yes so uh (laughs) I'm like, you should thank me, yes. Obama. Yes, for, <laughs> for making sure it's a Because fact Hillary now. was the one who did it. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> oh, like what a baffling. Isn't that crazy? That it he was. He can't say he's wrong. He has to say. And it made me like question. <laughs> yeah. it, I do remember constantly being like, is that what happened? What is <laughs> I feel like that's not the case, but man. Yeah, maybe Hillary did start it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is up with that? Network? But uh hmm. At the strip club where I uh, was reading this book yesterday. Yeah. Um, are, you st- are you still DJing? Yeah. Oh, and one of the dancers saw the book I was reading. And mm. Oh, boy. We got into a bad conversation about politics. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yikes. Oh, yikes. <laughs> She's just, like, talking about why she doesn't vote and stuff. And I'm like, oh, oh that's good. good. Uh, that's not, good. Well, not good. I don't know. Like, no, not course. all good. Yeah. But, oh, boy, do I wish she would stop talking. I can't. I don't know. I'm she, sorry I brought it. I'm sorry you saw what I was reading. Is she, is, is, no. is she young? No, she's like, not. She, I think she's like 33. She's, oh, wow. She said she graduated in 97. She's talking about like. Graduated or in, or in 2007. Oh, I graduated okay. in 97. Yeah. I graduated high school in 97. I'm okay. fucking old. Oh, how, how old are you? 32. I graduated oh. high school in 2007. Okay, so you, she's your age. She's my age. Okay, but. Uh, she, uh, you're not you're you're not old, by the way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she was talking about not voting, and I was just uh, kind of like you gotta be you gotta have a certain finesse with uh, cutting conversations short mm-hmm. and talking to people who are a little high strung, yeah. and and you can feel that in the yeah. conversation, like <laughs> no, uh, get out of this. <laughs> But I see her all the time, and you know, and she's always cool, and yeah, she yeah, always yeah. goes up on stage, and she doesn't really like you know she tips out and like oh, and nice. like she helps me do my job, and she's yeah. not real super fussy about whatever the music has to yeah. be because that's annoying too. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, oh, it's gotta be this song, or you know, yeah, yeah. and then the, it's the song the manager hates, and you gotta like uh, figure out a way to not uh, do both, play it. Play yeah, it, but like, not play it, yeah, play the intro, but then like cut yeah. to. Well, anyway, it's just a job. Wow, the politics of being a strip club dj is <laughs> i did not think about that but oh that's, yeah that sounds hard to manage well the uh the way that she was just talking about not voting and yeah. um how do you read it is it not dark in the booth or you got lights and stuff got so. a little uh lamp okay yeah but uh you know i i just i only read when it's like when it's it's last hour of the night between like got three it. and four in the morning and there's nobody going on stage yeah and, like, but uh, she saw the book I was reading, and I, I've got I was such a like politically strident and agitated and uh, like absolutist person, 
right after the um, election of 2016, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to resist. I'm going to fight. I was like Aaron Sorkin or whatever the fucking. Yes. <laughs> so self-righteous. So, You're like, you know, is Aaron so Sorkin determined. The, is Aaron Sorkin the one with uh, the West Wing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah your uh, life or, became the West yeah, Wing. He, there, he, this author is making fun of his essay he wrote up to his children after the oh. 2016 election about oh. like how it's like so so just about how so self righteous it was uh-huh. and uh, and about how like uh, he's he he always finds a way to flatter himself for his eloquence and like mm-hmm. while he's making this point that no, no one else can make no one else <laughs> and, and I felt like I was doing that a little too mm. much right in uh, 2016 uh, we all were. Yeah, I think like it was the paradox of like having someone occupy the highest position in American like power and politics, and also feel like, well, fuck, I, I could be better than this piece of shit. Anybody could be, but any it, right? Yeah. And so it was easier to be like self righteous than like previously having like a Harvard alum. You know what I mean? Like, like well, yeah, he's doing shitty things, but but like, every everybody was acting like this person Trump came out of nowhere. And that, uh, you know, this was all so unprecedented. And it's like, well, I was saying, um, and, I, and I'm not giving full credit. I, I just was like not prepared to have such a, a politically heavy conversation at, at three. Strip club, at the strip club. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> at 3 15 in the morning. Yeah, but, uh, like, <laughs> You're not quite like, <laughs> you kind of brought, but maybe you did want that. Like, you reading, just like had that book out. Uh, but yeah, as the just walk by, you're just like flipping loudly. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, the uh, <laughs> hey. what, what was what was, was your stance? By I was I was I was beginning to feel like uh, you know, um, it's just what you do for people and with people on a day to day basis, and the people that you talk to, and the life that you live, just having kindness and empathy and like a, a personal kind of like a like um respect for anyone and, and being being nice in a, any situation that you can be nice is more important than like speaking out or, or doing something uh, about uh, yeah and and, yeah. and i was just and it, and it occurred to me that i i know a person who told me uh in earnest that uh, he would someday become the next president of the United States, or he was going to run for president. And I'm like, you're a fucking psycho. <laughs> you're a goddamn psycho. Why? You're not going to run for president. Nobody's going to make you president. <laughs> Who do you think you are? <laughs> like, <laughs> I need friends. I need more friends like that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Where, where if I say something crazy out of pocket, like, I'm going to be president of the United States. No, you're fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. No, you're not. Uh, a little a, bit of that is like when I do stand up, it's like, I'm going to be famous. Yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, maybe not. Yeah. Still like doing it, but. Uh, yeah. You know. It is such a crapshoot. And yeah, <laughs> flipping that, like, I'm going to be famous stuff. I'm, I'm going uh-huh. to like, like doing this thing. Yeah, I see where Jopper's going, but. Yeah. No, he's just got a uh, gig. In he's DC. on a TV. Yeah. Jopper's on a TV. He's on TV. 
I seen Joker on TV. I seen him. He's saying smart, funny words. Yeah, he's smart, man. He is. He's taking a picture with Cornell West. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's is that true? Yeah. That's kick ass. They were on a thing. He was on a thing and he made Cornell West laugh and they took a picture together. I love that. Isn't that cool? Yeah. yeah. I was looking at, um, I don't know why, but I think it was like about to ask him about like, what are like the Houston spots to hit up? And our last exchange was a psychotic one. Whereas me, like, similarly, it's like 2017. And it was one of like, like up until the last, I'd say like, mm, like when I, when I, I, I would say like, I, I would dip in and out of these periods where I would like, okay, I'm going to do stand up. And 2017, like from end 2016 to 2017, it was one of those periods. And I was visiting uh, Texas. And I was asking him about, like, yo, how do I put together a 30-minute act? This is after doing maybe total, like, eight months of stand-up. Uh-huh. He's like, um, I got some bad news for you, but it's going to take years. And I was like, but what if I put up a shitty 30 minutes? He was like, okay, sure, if you're cool with that. But he, like, kind of kindly responded, even though, like, we had not exchanged that much back and forth. And then he was like, all right, well, I'm going to go teach now. <laughs> like, after, like, yeah. me just being like, Truly, a psychotic amount of technique, like on my end. But yeah, he's. I think uh, yeah, Jaffer's one of the best comedians I've ever seen. Yeah, or, or, or done shows with, and even he sometimes when he's going on, like his bits can sometimes take ten minutes. Yeah, and if the bit stops working three or four minutes in, yeah, he's still gonna do the whole thing. Yeah, and I love that. <laughs> it's like, I love that where he's like, well, this is now for me. Fuck off. <laughs> Buckle the fuck up. I would just turn around and <laughs> right? bail, bail, right? Like, what else I got? But what he's like, I got I got t- too much time to kill before. And also, mm-hmm. like, he used to, when he lived in Houston, he would go to every single mic. That's how you build 30 minutes. Yes. You go to every single mic. You go to you do different mics. material at each one, and you own a variety of different bits and you put them all together yeah. and you string them in a uh, you know pattern yeah. and you, you have things like reach a uh, crescendo yeah. and then a conclusion yeah. and you go hey hey I'm done <laughs> that's a very Mark Norman like hey hey <laughs> but yeah and it does that like going to every even then like going to every mic like it's like for years to even yeah. get like a first 30 no. Yeah. I've it's just you can be spinning your wheels at Mike's doing the same Yeah. Even doing different material. Yeah. But within the same time frame. Like if you just get good at doing five minutes, it becomes very hard to do longer sets. Hundred percent. Unless but, like you're going up and uh, like getting longer sets to yeah. do that at or putting up your own like show. Yeah. Do you feel do you feel like um I don't know if this is the case in are there more mics in Houston now? Like, I, 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 I've been like seeing uh, some on the websites. I'm like, oh, okay, there's like a, a little lot. more going I, uh, on. I feel like I work three days a week as a strip club DJ now, and it's Sunday, Monday, and Wednesday. And I try to do comedy every other day of the week or whenever I can. And some days I just don't get booked because I'm not going to the main mics that people go to. Mm, yeah. And because I just can't. Part I have that, to, yeah. I'm at work. Yeah. And, um, so I feel like I'm losing and slipping. Really? Yeah. But, you know. But also, I think that... When you this, say slipping, you mean like people that just like aren't aware of you as much? 
I don't know. Maybe people are just like, eh, Bob's not as good as he was. Bob's not good anymore. This is crazy. Bob's talk. day is done. This is Bob's crazy. over. I enjoyed it. Been there. I also like this heckler who <laughs> was down and then turned over. I was like, I like the old Bob. Now uh, he's not washed for up me, now. Not these days. Ugh. <laughs> I he used to be his number one fan, and now same old, same yeah. old from Bob. Yay. Ever since just, he got his fancy job. <laughs> He's a different comedian. You could hear it in his material. <laughs> it is a job that's changed me as much as being in the army changed me, and mm. as much as starting stand up changed me. The three things in my life that totally changed me are mm. being in the army, doing stand up comedy 10 years later, mm. and then um, now being a strip club DJ 10 years later. Really? Do you so. feel. Do, how do you feel it's changing? That's. I was just thinking about how doing things like. I don't know where I saw that in, um, but the notion of just by simply taking on any job, I was actually reading about it. Uh I was reading about this concept called optionality. It's like optionality is like from it's from it's from finance where like uh, instead of buying a stock, you buy a stock option. And that way, like if the price pops, you can exercise and like eat into get some of that piece of the pie but if it it drops you've hedged your losses so you know tails or heads you win tails you don't lose that's optionality and so like trying to some younger folks myself included try to like apply that like let's call it a philosophy towards life where it's like okay well i'll work this job that even though i'm not like all in on it it'll hedge my loss in case this other thing that I'm really about, like I'm really about comedy, but in case that doesn't work out, tails, I'm not going to lose. And simply by doing that, uh, in some ways, sure, you don't lose, but it does change you. Like we're not like this, these beings that don't change because of the things we do. So like the longer we do these things, whether it's like a day job or like taking on these like different experiences, it inherently changes like who we are or what, whatever like creativity we we had hoped to do like it begins to metamorphose yeah i um, see being a teacher would probably make me a significantly different person than being a strip club dj right totally different schedule yeah uh respect from the community <laughs> uh <laughs> the order the order is what it was for me Number one, schedule. Way different. <laughs> Gotta wake up so early. How? Second, respect for the game. <laughs> Distant number two. Number one, the schedule. That's the, that's the schedule for me. <laughs> uh, being a professional creep, it's not for everyone. Although, uh, <laughs> but then the, I feel like a strip club DJ, there is prestige in it. And I say that because, like, it seems like. It's like strip clubs um, in and of themselves are like, I feel like even recently just like in the way of like sexual empowerment and more of like egalitarian views towards like women and like different forms of, uh, let's call it like sex labor. Yeah. It's not quite sex labor, but it's like ancillary. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I feel like. Adjacent. Adjacent. Yeah, and being yeah. a strip club DJ is like, oh, that's cool, man. Like sex work adjacent. Sex work adjacent. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. 
I said sex labor. <laughs> labor. Labor. <laughs> it is. Work. Have you ever talked to some of these guys? You ever talked to a guy that goes to the strip club a lot? Oh. <laughs> It's labor. <laughs> but then, the music, I feel like I've really learned a lot about music. Word. In six months of doing this, I've um, I'd always, and I don't feel like I'm a hip hop authority or you know whatever. Mm. But I've I've gotten really more into uh, a, a lot of like uh, music. I just I well, it's like oh, it's just too daunting to get to know everything. Mm. And I was I always knew. Uh, classic rock and psychedelic 60s stuff and like you know uh, pop punk and uh, you know power ballads from the 80s and uh, you know all sorts of uh, glam rock and uh, shock rock and schlock rock and rock and rock (laughs) butthole surfers uh, steel pole bathtub uh, king crimson king diamond you know, Are these uh, real floor people? elevators, you know, like the nerves, the uh, germs. <laughs> these can't uh, be real names. These, there's no way these are real names. Those are all real names. But um, I thought yeah. I knew so, I, I was a I was on a radio show in 2005 for a couple of years. I would volunteer for the Messerschmitt World Domination Happy Hour at mm. KPFT for two, two years. My friend Rick uh, kind of had a huge record collection and. And he listened to all this sort of like uh, Alice Donut and um, stuff of that ilk mm-hmm. would be playing that on, on this late night radio show, and and it was it was my my music was uh, was was not really R and B funk uh, hip hop rap soul yeah. like missing all that yeah and all black all the all the black music <laughs> all the black music. You 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 had like some Jimi Hendrix. You're like this counts, right? Oh, it's good. I got some Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> yeah, you pretty good. I'm like, you right? Yeah, that's some Thin Lizzy. Yeah, Thin yeah. Lizzy. Yeah, that counts, yeah. right? Maybe some Beastie Boys. Yeah, <laughs> Beastie Boys. That counts. I listen to Beastie Boys. They're pretty good. I like rap. It's honestly too much for me. I like rap. Beastie Boys. I mean, I can't listen to it too long, but. But I um, you know, it's it's not entire, but like. I just I really like a lot of stuff now that I didn't really feel like yeah. like uh, you feel like just simply by being exposed to you like or you know just having to play it and you're like oh this yeah. is what people like to dance to and yeah. Like, yeah but like new stuff that comes out like I don't know I know yeah, like even like uh, like I, I I even I knew who Drake was mm-hmm. like a year ago yeah yeah. But, uh, but I but I know a lot more Drake stuff now. Yeah, and, I bet. Uh-oh. Is that what people like dancing to? Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Lots of Drake. He, he makes a lot of music you can dance to. Yeah, he likes yeah. that. I need a one dance. I know. It's a good song. <laughs> Works. Works. <laughs> Works for me. Um, I love that. Do you feel? Do you feel like it's changed you for? Um, change just like a different way or change for the better do you feel like it's changing um, your perspective on other things outside of music oh i just i think i'm uh or even like you even I, mentioned I the schedule a cab for five years yeah. and i was always driving dancers to and from work yeah. 
And so it's not like I'd never talked to a dancer before. Mm. But I think, like, uh, I got more respect for women who do that job. And, yeah. and also, uh, or I just, I think it's just, it's no different than waiting tables. But uh, 100%. you have to really look uh, good and you have to. You have to really put a show together. It's, yeah. It is it is show business. Yeah. Just as much as maybe stand up at my level oh, is, is no. no fucking different. <laughs> Truly, right? It's like, like yeah. as far as like a commerce kind of like yeah. in an exchange of like, are you doing something that is, it feels very, I've, I've been to one gentleman's club and uh, it was on a whim. My boy's like, we should go to, we should go to the gentleman's club. He's like, all right. Uh, it's not really my scene, but I'll do it. And it was just like put in stark, like contrast of like, oh, it is very much like do something that, and if it's good, you will get paid some X amount of dollars for it, or like like purely in exchange. Which it's it's not different from like here are tickets to this show, and I expect to receive something. And if a ticket is twenty dollars, I expect to receive that. And you can kind of look at it and be like, okay, how many tickets can I sell? Um, what are the names on the lineup for a comedy show? Is there someone that's like worth someone spending, not just like the $20 on their ticket, but also like time out of their life? Like, Yeah. I'm amazed at the the kinds of comedy that people pay $20 for sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the kinds of comedy. Yeah, it's like, this yeah. this is going to twenty dollars. I wouldn't pay twenty dollars for that. But. Did you know that uh, one out of three women is an ugly bitch? <laughs> I heard that at a comedy show for twenty dollars. <laughs> you know that Drew Holly and I were uh, reading the other day. Drew Holly and I together we were reading a thing about how um, the the CDC officially put out a report that your mother's a whore. <laughs> did you did you know that this is good if i <laughs> this is good i don't know what if it is this from a real show um no that's just something that i, I love that i i said that to drew i said i said the thing to drew <laughs> while somebody was on stage on saturday uh, i walked over to him when he was working the door uh, and we were both hearing comedy yeah and uh, hearing comedy that is exact i know what you're talking about i know that is something i've heard before is hearing comedy not being at a show but hearing it so i walked up to drew and i was like drew did you know that one out of three women is an ugly bitch (laughs) then he said said like that uh according to statistics (laughs) that uh cdc that that he could kick my ass and my mother's a whore (laughs) (laughs) and um and then uh, nine out of ten dentists recommend shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, and and then, then the oh, it's was. changed. It used to be eight out of ten. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Nine yeah. out of ten dentists. Yeah. That's good. They're they reaching a consensus. Yeah, they yeah. say shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do. Yeah. I don't. Hey, I don't. I don't talk to these dentists. I'm just what about like, that one who didn't? <laughs> what about that? One what about the one who didn't? <laughs> yeah. What about the one who didn't? <laughs> He's saying wild facts. Yeah, yeah. Three out of three out of four psychologists recommend stop being a pussy. Yeah, I, I just uh, you can. A lot of people are saying that was that was back to Trump. That, that was what he would say all the time. Yeah, yeah. People, a lot of people. Are a saying, lot of people are saying. A lot yeah. of people are saying. Oh, these people. <laughs> that, that your mom's a whore. 
That my mom? Your mom. <laughs> Your mom. Your mom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, oldest yeah. comedy in the. He, he was a funny person. Write it in the dictionary. That's oh, comedy. Yeah, I'll write it. I'll write it in the dictionary. Write that down in the dictionary. That's comedy. He, <laughs> that's that. That's comedy. That's comedy. It is. You'll see it in the dictionary. I'm one of the funniest. I'm one of the fun- He was funny. He, oh, was, yeah. he was funny. Shitty, but funny. Yeah, he told tall tales. Yeah. He could have been Mark Twain in a different life. <laughs> You could have been Mark Twain. <laughs> you wasted your talents. <laughs> what if somebody would have just called him gifted? Then maybe yeah. he would have been nice instead yeah. of evil. Yeah, <laughs> he is. He is like this avatar for um, American evil, or certainly like American greed and avarice. Like, yeah. if, it, if it could be a person embodied. Yeah, yeah, and it's crazy that even like his children all also like extensions of this ethos of just like we don't give a fuck about anybody else yeah i had a little theory that like what if baron trump turns out to be a great person like a like a like he turns away from his family and he grows up and he's like i don't want to i don't want to be a part of this anymore and then he's like you know gandhi or something yeah uh and uh like (laughs) he becomes a different sort of leader I want that. I would. I would pay to watch that movie. <laughs> this sounds like a Terminator sequel. Like Baron, you have to save the yeah. future. That'd be a person to switch bodies with if I if I could. <laughs> if I was in a body switch, if I could choose anyone to switch bodies with, I'd be Baron Trump. It'd just be like Baron Trump going to. Because right now he's shows. getting to be like old enough to get laid. Yeah. And. Yeah. Uh, I'd be gay for him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd do the yeah, gay yeah. business. I don't, thing. No, I know what you mean. <laughs> I mean be, Thanks I'd, for clarifying. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta clarify. Appreciate it. Yeah, that'd be good. I think that would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Is it is it pedophilia if you switch bodies with a fifteen year old and then you fuck somebody with his dick? Well, let's mm. find out. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, that's that's gonna keep me up at night that's <laughs> if you get cursed it de- i think it depends i think it depends okay because like if you choose to do it you have the choice to switch bodies with a 15 year old even if you stayed then yeah, what a punishment to be 42, <laughs> to go from 15 to 42. <laughs> I missed everything. I missed everything I wanted from life. <laughs> I don't want anything else. I don't want anything that's after age 42 when you're 15. 42? Fuck. 42? About life after 40 when you're 15. That is so true. That is like, a, that is a, a, not even conceivable that you ever be yeah. that age. It's like... Yeah, like 42 that's never that is so true <laughs> what the fuck what did you do to me I'm gonna make you a great person <laughs> I would watch that movie so hard through your through your avatar <laughs> and, I'm, and, I'm gonna, and I'm gonna fuck no no yeah I'm gonna fuck I'm gonna yeah. be gay for you <laughs> oh yeah I'd watch that movie 
Please write that spec. Okay, I'm gonna write that spec. Okay. Do a treatment on switching bodies with. Uh, well, I think we should start thinking about going to the secret group tonight. It's right. the night of the World Series. The, it is. The Cubs are in the World Series, yeah. and go um, Cubs. Yeah, we're, we're gonna, <laughs> go Cubs. <laughs> so um, we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right, we're going to the secret group tonight, and yeah. uh, Mark Hurtado's headlining. Ah, nice. And. Um, I don't know. It should, it should be all right. Maybe there'll be an audience. Yeah. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for doing the podcast. Absolutely. I had a blast. All right, Adrian. Yeah. All right.